Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, you know, here's the thing. Why the hell are Kelly Dodd and, you know, I love the Dodd. Um, why are Kelly Dodd and Melissa Gorga feuding? I don't understand. Well, basically, I mean, don't you think Ke- <laughs> Kelly, look, first of all, now I think it's apparent, although we knew this before, because Kelly kind of went after you. Kelly is going to go after every storyline that has attention to keep Kelly relevant, because Kelly wants to be back on RHOC. I think it's a good strategy. I think it's a good strategy. She just is calling Melissa Gorga pathetic for not going to the wedding, for keeping coming after Teresa, um, you know, for everything, them being petty, all of that stuff. So to me, there's no real beef there except for Kelly's inserting herself. She also called Melissa Gorga a loser. She said, you're a loser. Um, Okay. I mean, listen, I've said it before. And like, whatever. I, I am sorry. I like Kelly Dodd. And, you know, I really find it funny that she is like Candace, our good friend, Candy Girl. Candy, who yeah. just There's nothing that Candace and Kelly can do right in all you people's eyes. And I find it funny that when I, like, defend Kelly or just give my honest opinion because I've had interactions with her as a human, despite the fact that she slammed me and said I have a horrible voice for a podcast, 
Um, she, I find it funny that people say you're a pussy, you're kissing her ass, you're afraid of her. And yet if I said, you know, um, Tamara Judge and Vicky Gumbelson are queens, go queens, they would, that, that's fine. So I can praise Kel, T- Tamara and Vicky and I'm not kissing their ass. But if I say that I like Kelly Dodd, I'm afraid of her. I don't buy it, people. Um, the Dodd pod, the Dodd's a little busy, though. Did you see? I They're did. coming for two T's. They're coming, They're coming. for two T's. <laughs> the comments under this Instagram post were so bad, too. Like, really? oh, great. Vicky's third canceled podcast. You know, Kelly. I already told you, honey, I was on Vicky's first canceled podcast. And they called me like two days before to be like, what do you want to talk about? And I literally almost felt dry. I literally dropped the phone and almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, I have never in my life in the past 97 years gone on a podcast as a guest where I am like, they're like, what do you want to talk about? Then, because it was Vicky, I was like, okay, this is high profile, David. Like, behind the velvet rope was a little baby back in the day. And I was like, you are going on Miss Gumbelson's podcast, girl. You better, you better fucking answer this and pull it together. I planned the whole show, I executive produced the whole show. I was like, let me tell you how this is going to go. I'm going to come on and I'm going to do this and then this. And it turned into a, 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 moment where I was counseling Vicky on the five stages of grief because she was just fired and I need to help Miss Gumbelson get over it and to explain like kind of transition in life Vic Vicky. So it was a great episode, really. It's on her podcast. I oh, get I nothing go out listen. of this. Okay. But I so they had I mean no one there really, you know, no offense to anyone, but I produced that episode. And then the second episode, here's the bottom line said this before nobody wants to hear housewives talk about anything but housewives like this new bullshit that teresa is launching where she's going to talk about life and love and why don't you just talk about business and yes we have exceptions bethany's podcast the beat mind you lots of people don't think bethany's podcast is great it's not some huge thing but it's still bethany frankel and she's a business genius and We'll, 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 we'll listen to other things. I mean, she's talking about Teresa's hair last week. So she talks about housewives. But if your real brand is like this, Teresa's podcast is going to be about life and love. Why don't you just give us business advice, Teresa, on advice? I mean, like, and I'm being sarcastic because I ain't taking no fucking business advice. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. Do you really want that? Okay, good. Okay. But I mean, I think that's why Vicky's podcast failed because she didn't want to talk about housewives. She wants to have like, a business and love and wine nobody gives a fuck vicky so if vicky and yeah. kelly i mean yeah. tell me about the comments but it sounds like they're they're gonna do just what the two t's are doing and they're gonna try to be messy and please can someone tell me i haven't dive deep into this is kelly now going to keep unmasked yes rick? yes so it's she's adding to it because i i watched the clip where rick seems now like he's the camera guy and director at times because i believe kelly has taken a page out of our books and she now does seven episodes a week i think or real close she's releasing daily content fascinating Anyhow. right and i'm like i'm not trying to flatter myself and this is not a diss but kelly dodd watches like every fucking thing i do yeah, oh, because she's totally, like, totally. here's when I mention her. And she also is like, you know, and thank you. That's a comment. She like, you know, she's always like, dude, like she texted me once. Dude, you're killing me. 
What's the fuck is these nine ads in here? Bitch, you're just basically saying you're jealous and you want nine ads. Too. I know, exactly, I, right? Now she's adding so, nine ads. But she watches. So I, I do agree. I see that she, you know, I'm not trying to flatter myself or you or us, but like she's she's watched and she's daily now. So look, I mean, I've got I've I've been asked a thousand times to have a second podcast. I'm not interested. I mean, this is our, like, we do this together. Um, so what's she going to do? Like, how is this going to work? Is it once a week? Like, what, how's this going to work? Well, I think also Kelly has seen the success of two teas in a pod, right? And we know yes. Vicky has even called iHeartRadio wants that spot. So Kelly, I think, you know, to Kelly's credit, good for her. If it works, it's going to be really big. Um, and if it doesn't, you know, she could always slide Vicky out and put another um, housewife in there. And I think she's, the timing is perfect, right? How long have we talked about this? How long is Tamara going to stay doing two teas with the pod now that she's back on RHOC? She's not going to be able to reveal any secrets or insider things or about production on, you know, while she's filming and doing this podcast. So, I mean, Kelly's smart. Um, and, you know, I will say this. If Kelly is leading, I think the podcast could work because I don't – I think Vicky's problem is Vicky's not a host, like Vicky's a good co-host and it, you know, to step in and be a host takes a whole different um, set of skills. You know, you got to time things, you got to get the best out of people, you know, you and I both produce it's and host. So I think Vicky in the role of being a co-host um, could work because Vicky was fiery on girls trip. Vicky had a lot to say her girl's trip is already out of the way. They probably don't have any plans to put her back on Bravo. So, I mean, she's a little unleashed. It could be, I mean, it could be good. We could end up seeing Vicky in a new light. It could, listen, it could work. I think what we have to do is we have to watch the, I mean, this whole thing started, Vicky was a guest on Kelly's podcast. Right. And I think during it, Vicky said something like, I'd like a podcast or something. And I think afterwards, Kelly was like, Oh, my, my like wheels are turning. So I think first we have to watch this episode where Vicky was a guest and, and does it work? It seemed okay to me when I saw the little clips. Second, we Kelly really needs to have a, you know, and listen, I charge, I charge, you know, I charge a $500 package. I have a hundred, you know, I, I do podcast consulting, but I'd be willing to do Kelly for free. Like you really got to figure this out. Like, is this now whatever seven days a week with Rick, like you were doing and you're adding a day or are you going to take a day away? I mean, look, I think it's different than Rick. And I think it, it could work. I mean, the other thing about Kelly too, when she started is why she watches you and me. Mimi especially is she was just on Patreon and when she get, slammed me about the ads I was like girl you stay just on Patreon bye bye good luck I'm telling you the way to make money is you have the Patreon and so now Kelly is all of a sudden not Patreon only she's on Apple and Spotify oh really where'd you get that idea and she's on YouTube with little mini clips where'd you get that I mean I'm not taking credit for it sure. but I, I wish her all the best but I just think here's the thing you really have to build your brand as a podcast before you start figuring out, you got to figure out what works and what doesn't work before you veer off, right? Behind the Velvet Rope is just an interview podcast five days a week. Numbers don't lie. You look at the numbers, you oh, figure out. Oh, you're always charting. Always. But like this I little bullshit that you and I do as opposed to an interview, these are some of the highest rated shows. So that I'm like, 
you have to listen to the people. And so then I didn't say, hey, five days a week with Sarah. No, we, 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 we're never going to lose the core thing that we built up. We're going to do a little segue of like one day a week with Sarah. Same thing with the, the, the Patreon Saturdays. It was all over the place until Kim stepped in. And I'm like, everyone joins Patreon because of Kim. We're going to keep her. So it's like, I just say, I think, Kelly, it could work, but you really better figure out how it's going to work. Is it is it five days with Rick and a whole different show with Vicky? I do think they, I agree with everything you said. I think Kelly is so unleashed and in your face and vile, all the reasons why I love her. And Vicky reacts and Vicky will be like, oh dear and oh my. And Vicky is authentic in the sense that she'll react and she'll be like, oh, that person's seeming like an asshole. But, and I guess it could be fun if like Vicky's sitting there and watching, you know, Real Housewives of Salt Lake and we're getting her opinion. So it could work. I mean, as two human beings that exist in the world, if you said, would I like to promote and stand up and applaud Kelly and Vicky? Or would I like to do the same for, you know, Tamra, as some people call her, Tam Rat and um, Melon Ball? I'm, I'm all about Vicky and Kelly. So I wish them the best of luck. I just hope there's a plan in place. And look, Unmasked is doing just fine and Kelly's all over the place. So maybe they don't need a plan and it will all work out fine. But let's see, right? Yeah. But what were the, but what were the comments? Were people like, you fucking two losers? Like, what were these comments? Um, oh, basically great. You know, two Trumpers can get together and talk. This is Vicky's third canceled podcast. Terrific. Um, you know, hard pass. You know, I mean, basically trolling. I mean, Kelly gets trolled all the time anyway. I think, t- I think Kelly is smart to lean into that. Like, I think Kelly already knows, you know, whatever the drunk wives matter hat kicked it off or whatever so now i think she just leans into it because she knows that's the narrative she's not trying to win anyone back over should i take a call from kim d hold on yes i'm recording i'm on air so you're live for a second so oh gosh how are you so anything that comes (laughs) out of your i'm I'm with my friend sarah kim you are amazing. I love watching you and David. You do such a great job, and I can't wait for your live show. Kim, it's Sarah. you're fucking amazing. I love you. She's saying, okay, I have the headphones on, oh. but she's saying, she said she loves you, and I can take the headphones out. She's here. I'll take them out. She Kim. says she loves you. Kim, you're amazing. Oh, I love you, too. I love okay, you now, and David now together. I can't even hear Sarah, so okay. I'm going to plug these back in. Hold on. Wait, are you there, Sarah? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, I will call you as soon as I'm done. And um, there you go. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye, gorgeous. See you, Kim. Bye. Oh, my God. Kim's awesome. Kim's so good with you. Oh, You know what? Amazing. I just realized the headphones were on, so I don't know if anyone heard Kim. They did. Because I, I could hear oh. her. Yeah, I could oh, hear her okay. the whole time. Well, there you go. Okay, good. Um. We had a guest appearance by Kim, um, who, you know, listen, by law, people, Kim is still on the phone. Okay, now she hung up. Um, Kim's amazing. Why is, Kim, why is this phone still on? And Kim made the New York Post. Kim made the New York Post this week. She did. By the way, by law, everybody, when you pick up a phone, you have to tell someone if they're being recorded, FYI. Like when Dolores called into my interview with Frank Catania, Dolores, you're on the air. With Frank. notified. 
but you know it's a courtesy thing too anyway um what the hell were we just saying um well we were talking about the the comments under kelly and vicky which weren't great and i think it's too i think there's a good opportunity there i mean i give i give i'm sure too that's rick's mind right rick has been a lot was a long time fox you know news contributor journalist like fox i mean you know rick knows how the business goes so i think rick is like probably like girl you know this two t's we don't know how that's going to shake out so this is a good time for you to jump in you know what also like here's the thing about vicky she doesn't do anything unless there's a paycheck i mean she's basically said this i mean first of all I don't blame we her. all know that i don't blame her and that was the problem with her first podcast i tried to explain to her victoria this is what happens with all these people like we see wendy williams like you're not getting paid in the beginning you're not no yeah, i don't care rough. who you are yeah you know what i mean so like, yes, I think if Howard fucking Stern wanted to have a podcast, he would get hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't know what the difference is that series, but like, so Vicky wasn't getting paid. Like you have to produce the numbers, do the ads and eventually. So I don't think at the beginning, Vicky's going to make a ton of money with Kelly, but my advice to her would just be, you have to look internal Vicky and you have to realize that you want to be a part of this housewife's discussion so bad. You are so thirsty for it. And that is okay. Just admit do it. it. Yeah, just and do so it. this will keep you close to the to, to the to the thing. Just take a leap of faith and make a little bit of money until it builds up because it's not going to be a ton in the beginning. And it could be a bunch right away. And just know that Vicky, this is what you want to do. Like you and Kelly connecting will make you feel better. She's not okay that Tamara has two T's and that Tamara's going back and she's got melon ball. And by the way, off camera, I call melon ball something much worse. It's more like a melon see you next Tuesday, but I don't think I should be saying that on air because it's so inappropriate. Oh, I love but, the C word. You can say it to me. And I, I mean, I'm happy to say melon con. Like, I, and you can beep that out on your end if you want. I don't care. No, I love okay. the C word and I drop it all the time. So I... I personally see nothing wrong with it either. I think we use, I mean, I have a horrible mouth and I'm from New York and there's all sorts of other words I use. I bet you do. <laughs> there's probably words you use. I can't use. I love it. <laughs> By the way, speaking of New York, speaking of New York, now we had these rumors two weeks ago about the oh, new cast of Roni. You have got to tell me your sources because you have so many good sources in New York. David, I didn't recognize one lick of this cast. Who are they? I couldn't well, pick I'm them up out of a lineup. Well, I'm very good friends with one of them. Oh, well, here I go running my mouth. There I go. Who? Okay. Now, I don't want to make someone's housewife journey about me, but I had an emotional experience with this because imagine if they said the new cast of, you know, the Beverly Hills Housewives, and it includes Sarah Fraser. I would be like, why have I never had a one-on-one -on -one interview with Sarah Fraser? Like, you, so this, I, I am really good friends with Orfe. So this was announced. Orfe okay. is one of now. Before we even get there, to me, to me, again, I don't know everything. I could be so wrong. But when I saw this picture of these six people that they put up, I know it was like Lizzie. Like, I know it was like Lizzie Savetsky, and there it is. And I don't know the other names, but I know Orfe, the blonde, white chick in the bottom. She's Broadway star. Oh, okay. I, uh, first of all, the picture of these people, to me, it doesn't look like what I pictured New York, the new cast to be. It is diverse, and that is what I expect. I still just see this being like rich bitch 
like well tons of wealth in like elite new york and that is no no offense to any of those people i'm talking like wealth that is so it's beverly hills wealth in new york that's what i'm picturing but i don't know that may not be the direction we're going with new york i think it should be well i think they uh, want it to be but the, the look i i just got listening shameless plug i just got done listening to your part one of your carlos king you know interview oh amazing because i you know i'm here to produce be an la producer too so i wanted to get notes so but you know he said look the wealthy women of atlanta no longer want to associate with rhoa they don't want because they see it as physical confrontations and fights and so they cannot cast you know his argument was bring back the ogs because they can't cast new people that are really rich and really extravagant because they don't want to be associated with the show I'm making an assumption here, but I'm thinking that RHONY has the same problem. Like if you were, you know, because you and I have talked about it. I want, you know, I I, I want Iman, David. Um, oh, my Bowie's God. Ex. I want David Bowie's ex to be on. You know, I just feel like somebody like glamour. You know, we need that Rena Hollywood connection. You know, like I know Madonna never in a fucking thousand years would do it. But you know what I mean? Like somebody like that. And. I don't think they're going to get that. You need real money. And I mean, this is just my, and I think, I think they're going to try to do like, like the two new New Jersey housewives, Danielle Cabral is 36 and Rachel Fuda is 30 fucking one. Like they're young. I think in my mind, I'm still picturing like 30 something and 40 something and really rich. That's what I'm picturing. I'm not saying that's what I want. I, I've said it a million times. I love housewives in their 50s. I love housewife in their 60s. But when I saw this picture, I was like, I don't see it. Like, But, you know, listen, the rumors were there. And I said, like, okay, David, you missed the mark on this one. Now, I mean, I texted my good friend, Orfe. I mean, her, 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 her name is up there. I also went through an emotional breakdown of, like, I have been talking basically to myself, about having Orfe on this podcast for about a year and a half. And I'm like, now my friend Orfe's life is about to change. And just because we're friends doesn't mean she's just, it's going to be a whole thing now with managers. And, and Orfe is on Broadway, right? Orfe is a Tony-nominated Broadway star with a hot husband who's also on Broadway, Andy Carl. So I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I see him. Okay, well, so I you know finally, what? But here's the thing. Okay. Orfe will not be part of the Real Housewives of New York City. She is not joining the cast, people. There you go. Rumor solved. Um, I waited. I waited 12 hours. And I texted her. And I was like, she said that. And I'm not really revealing much that I shouldn't. She said that. More than when she was nominated for a Tony, her life's work. She's been in Legally Blonde. She's been in Pretty Woman. She said she has never had such an experience of direct messages, texts, phone calls, comments, gossips, managers, agents, sisters, brothers. She has never been flooded with such like emails and texts and, and communication in her entire life. And that includes the day that she woke up and they said, Orfe for her Tony nomination. I'm so, stalking all these women on um, Instagram, you know, to see. 
Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS. TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. 
Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two, zero. And listen, I just had a moment of being very selfish of like, oh my God, like this gold was right here beneath. I literally have been saying to myself for a year, I need to have Orfe and Andy Carl on my show. They're doing a show at Sony Music coming up. And it just, I got busy and it's it's like a family member. It's like, all right, well, I mean, all I have to do is text and ask. Like, it's not that easy. They're busy people, but I was really, I had an emotional breakdown of like, now she's going to think I'm texting her out of nowhere just because of this Roni. And I just led with it. And then when she said it wasn't true, I was like, listen, I don't want you to think this is why, but you really need to come on my podcast. Because now I really do have questions like, why is your name up there? How did they even, were you ever asked? Yeah, right, right. She must have been. Why, why you, but I really, listen, we're also going to talk about her Broadway career and the fact that her godmother- is share what? Oh, that that got you to stop looking at your fucking phone. Her godmother is share. So <laughs> there you go. Um. Anyway, Orfe is not joining, so that makes me think. Yeah, I'm calling everyone out today. That makes me think that this whole thing. And by the way, Lizzie Savetsky, pick a fucking city because Lizzie Savetsky. I was just looking at her girl. in Beverly Hills. Okay. Not only that, sweetheart. She's the same one who was filming with the one, the only Deandra Simmons and Tiffany Moon. She was going to be part of Dallas if Dallas went oh, forward. Probably. Okay, well, look, she's she's hedging her bets. She's buying a house in every city because she wants to be on the show. So, okay, maybe oh she'll be good. God. I was just stalking her with her two kids and her husband. And, you know, well, maybe she'd be good. She looks like she has a lot of money, I don't, but it's hard to say. She is the only, not the only, but she's one of the people on that list that I was like, Huh? No, I, I I could see her to begin with. She is. My understanding is she is an observant Jewish woman. Like she does the Sabbath and doesn't work on Saturdays. Like I think that would have to be worked into her contract. So we haven't really seen that. You know, I mean, that is, I guess, kind of what she could be the Jill Zarin. Um, I could see her, believe it or not. I don't know enough about the other women, but Orfe is not part of this cast unless they called her, unless she's, but I mean, we're friends. It's like, she's really, she's not. So, and that cast didn't look right. I could see Lizzie Savetsky, who's, yes, also in Beverly Hills and she was going to be on Dallas with Deandra and they don't even film some scenes, Tiffany Moon said. So I don't know. Is that a great start though, Sarah? A woman who's moving and has 17 houses in every city just so she could be chosen. Is that what the people want? I don't think so. Well, I'll, um, I, okay, one more reference, and then I know we have a ton to hit, yeah. so we'll move on. But I will say this. like, And Carlos King, to me, is one of the ultimates, and I hope that other production companies are listening to him. But he basically said, look, this whole 
I have no idea. Maybe these six women are actual friends in real life. If they are, this works. But like he said, some of these franchises are failing because they are not genuinely friends with each other. And if they don't have that age-old rapport like Kim and Nene had at the beginning, it's it's just it, you're not going to get a lot of the tr- – it's just too much. It doesn't work um, was what I'm trying to say. So I don't know. Maybe these six women's these six women are actual good friends. And then I'll take back everything I said and maybe it's like, oh, together they're fire and drama and all that. But I And I didn't want to ask Orfe too much because I really want her on my podcast now. And I told her, bring, bring Andy. I mean, he's nominated and has – for many Tonys himself, he was on – but um, I don't think so. Knowing or if I don't think maybe she knows those don't seem like a group of six friends to me. That's just me. OK, I don't I, I don't feel I didn't know it's just pictures like Lizzie Savetsky. I've I've watched her social media before. Right. You're in Beverly Hills and then you're with Deandra and you you know, these other five women, Liz. Like and if so, how? I don't buy it. I agree with you. For better or worse, Salt Lake, they all knew each other. Small little Salt Lake. That's they why knew it each worked. Other. Yeah. Meredith and, and Lisa, I mean, so sad reality TV. I mean, but like they were friends for like what 14 years and they knew Whitney and these two are cousins and they all at least knew each other. And that is, I believe that that is the hard thing they're facing in New York. I think they want that. I think they get it after Salt Lake and I think they're looking for that. And guess what? It's not the, easy to find. I mean, to have empathy. Well, also, on- you know, the seven girls that live next door to me and three doors down over here in, in Sag Harbor that are size zero and blonde, that ain't happening. And then you go to Southampton and those, you know, they're not doing it. They're not doing it with a bunch of white, rich women. And so it's sad, but like, is that, I think that's part of the holdup. I'm not saying there's not, but we need a diverse group of real friends that also have money. It's not impossible to find in New York. There are plenty of people with money that only hang out with other people with money. I, I, I'm in the Hamptons, guys, for five months. Yeah, I but I think York it's City. harder like, than you think though, because if, if like, even if it was a shred like you're saying, like it's not that hard to find. It it has to be that hard to find because they're they're it is. they're still not even. I mean, maybe they maybe they've cast somebody, but still, I mean, it's really look. I am casting for a show right now. It is very anything hard. for me. You're gonna cast me in something. Um, soon, soon. Oh yeah, okay. because because remember people, that I'll move to LA. I, I'm I'm like Lizzie Savetsky. I'll fucking move tomorrow. The two people I, that I am co-producing. You want me to go this, to Dallas? I'll, I'll go wherever you want. You oh, want you'll me to come live to in LA. Kansas? You'll come to LA. Okay. the two people I co I'm co-producing this with. Listen to this podcast, and they like love you. They've already called. Uh, they're like, oh, that David Yontif. He's a very fascinating character. I'm like, I know. All right, he's so, so like, good. are you all? Well, are you all, did you tell them to consider me for yes, future I said. I said, you and I have been brainstorming, like we've been trying to think of some shows. And so, you know, I mean, the thing in Hollywood is people don't, you have to kind of come to the table with the concept. With a group. Yeah. And, and you have okay, to. Okay, well, I have the concept for you. Okay. And we have to, you have to come with the cat. Like you've got to come with the cast and you have to come with, if the cast is going to be six people, we really have to come with 12 because the network wants to put their touch on it. So they want to pick who they like. But to your point, to bring it back to New York, it is hard. 
I mean, they might settle on six, but it is hard to find. You got to find 12. It's hard to find that. All right. So do you want me to tell you my concept on air no, or off, off air? air? Don't. Okay. Everybody steals everything out here. So I already no. have a concept and it will work. All right. I feel. Okay. And we just have to find a network for it. Um, But tell your friends that listen and think I'm they so fascinating you. that I'm available and you better cast me and you better think of me as things come up. Like, come on, Sarah, start thinking. Well, this current show that I'm casting is a dating show um, about dating rich people only. So... Oh, and by the way, I don't necessarily want like a one episode arc. I already had that with my friend Patty Stanger, a millionaire matchmaker. I want like a series, you know. Look at him. He's already putting restrictions on. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to be like, um, what is it? Like the, you know, I family feud. I'm going on family feud. That's a one. I don't need a one episode thing, honey. I want like a, see, a, a, I want a thing that could be picked up where my name is in, you know, there's six oh friends and I'm one of them. I don't want to like. This week on Blind Dating, we feature oh, David. Sorry, David. He, he's a dating mess, so we're going to help him. I already had that with Patty Stanger. Okay, okay? well. Go watch it. I'll work on another show concept. I wanted to ask you one more thing, though. Thank how you. How did you feel about Tamara announcing that she and Eddie are closing their gym of 10 years? Cut. I mean, apparently out there somewhere, there's all the reasons why. I mean, you also have to just believe what comes out of Tamara's mouth. So I didn't really read the reasons. I don't know if you saw them. I mean, well, the reason she is, claims yeah. from her from two T's is that they were doing great. The pandemic hit. They tried everything they could financially to keep the gym stable. And it just didn't work. Like financially, it didn't make sense post pandemic. I mean, that's a. If that's the truth, I mean, I kind of do get it because you see, you've seen so many yeah. restaurants and things close, and I don't see how you could have kept a gym alive. Maybe virtual classes, but I have a girlfriend who ran a gym for a long time, a UFC fighting gym. She says it's the worst business. Very, very hard to make money because um, your overhead is so high, and you know you've got to try to get memberships and. It's constant. So, I mean, it's a tough business to be in. My guess is probably they weren't doing all that great at all for the 10 years. I assume so. I mean, having a business setback during pandemic, totally believable. I'm actually not trying to shade Tamara with this statement. I'm being completely serious. I thought it already fucking closed. I thought it closed oh. like a couple of years ago, like at the beginning of the, during the pandemic. I really did. So... Okay. I mean, I already thought it closed. I do think, yeah, what Jim was doing great during the pandemic, plenty have bounced back. I don't think getting, I mean, she, I think she was in the nines when she left. She either got that or they said, bitch, come back for less or we're not taking you. Do you want zero or do you want five or six? I still think her going back and having this new income, which don't count on housewives, Tamara. You should have learned that the first time you were fired, but I think Tamara will be there for a while. And I think it's just, if it's not doing well to say your business is, was doing great and you decided to close it, that's the bullshit. So just, you know, admit that it wasn't doing well, which it sounds like she is and move on. And we'll, my only question is what well, now what is Eddie just going to be a real housewife of Hubby? orange County house husband or like, what's Eddie going to do? Well, you know, I guess they have a CBD, maybe medical marijuana, not medical, but I they think do. They, they okay. Do. So they have a CBD weed company. Uh, my assumption is Eddie's probably running that right. Going to shift gears, run that. Um, yeah. I mean, I would hope Tamara's smart enough now. I mean, to know you got to 
do different things with the money. And, and I mean, you know, they, they probably did. They probably saved. She's way over Simon. You know, her kids are getting grown. So she's probably getting to the point she doesn't have to do a lot of child support. Yeah, I mean, I think she's probably doing fine. Gyms seem to me like tough businesses. So, I mean, good for them. They could even keep it going, even if it broke even for 10 years. I mean, that's a long time to have a, a business. So, but I it's think- It's time. Yeah, it was time. Sounds like it was time. So good for them. And the only other thing that I don't understand is like, Cynthia Bailey is saying she chooses Teresa. Can I just say one other thing? People oh, are done was- with Teresa and Melissa. People are done- it's over. I talk about this on my Patreon with Kim every weekend. Call it. it. It's over. It's over. Like, now we're into the nitty gritty of, like, Melissa and Joe were asked, the source says. They just turned it to, who cares whether they were asked or not asked? I think people are over Teresa and Melissa fighting. I mean, it's over. Like, I don't mean, like, get back together. Like, it's over. You actually both hate each other. Period. Put a period on it. And this story is done, guys. We're never going to see anything different than this. Really? You think people are done? People are done. Um, Well, I get a lot of comments when I do my weekly Patreons with Kim of people being like, who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Wow. We're done. But to your point, because you were going to bring up, I did think that was a very fascinating article where Cynthia was like, I was just drawn to Teresa. That... I mean, I was like, what does that mean? I, I guess Cynthia was just saying Teresa's so warm and open and kind when they were on girls trip and Melissa really wasn't and Melissa and Teresa aren't connected. I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, I, I guess the only thing that I'm still curious about is to me, at least the way the show is portrayed, you know, you know, blood is thicker than water, all that stuff. I mean, I did kind of think that Melissa and Teresa and Joe, you know, Gorga, that they were closer than they are but I mean it does sound like now they really aren't like like it's a formality they do because they all know they're going to make money off the show but it sounds like and from what Cynthia said like they had no connection meaning Melissa and Teresa on set so mm, none I guess none none when they film either I mean I've been there yeah yeah so I guess for a long time they really haven't been connected truly so it makes sense they didn't go to the wedding I think I guess I'm a naive watcher sometimes I thought they were friendlier and, you know, to me, there is, I mean, Teresa has not been so wonderful and warm and fuzzy to me, but there is something a little more warm in my personal experience about her than Melissa. That I will Well, Cynthia says the same thing. Teresa's well, Teresa's not in a way, Teresa's a little more real. Like everyone always thinks I hate Teresa. They don't realize like I'm just Kim doesn't like her. So that's not me. And second of all, I wish Teresa the best of luck. I just don't necessarily think this is going to end necessarily 100% great with Louie, but it might, it might, but there is something warmer in my experience about Teresa because she is at least real. And so when she's being cold and doesn't even want to acknowledge her there, then when you get a moment of warmness, it's genuine. And I think she's just hardened in life, man. And I mean, look what she went through. And I'm not defending her because she ain't so great to me, but that at least has got to be better than someone who is nice 
and you can tell really is like you're so beneath me why the hell am i even speaking to you oh well yeah no so, one likes yeah it, that vibe forget it yeah no one likes that no one likes that so at least so that's been is was that all that cynthia said i didn't read the article yeah like, really i mean i think cynthia was trying to walk a line of basically i mean if you read between the lines i think cynthia is basically saying melissa gorga's exactly what you said not friendly not interested in you doesn't is there because it's a paycheck has zero connection to i mean you know, Cynthia was very kind about it, but I think what she's getting at is, yeah, I had nothing to do with Melissa, didn't want anything to do with Melissa, and Teresa was way more fun with the women and open and all that stuff, and we became friends. That was basically it. Yeah, like when Teresa, look, again, she ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, but when she gets in her, you know, like, she at least is like, oh, this is fun, and, you know, like, she is, she relates to you as a person more. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that in my personal experience. I'm okay with you, like not being great all the time, but just the fakeness. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I agree. So, Hey, Cynthia Bailey, call me. We agree. Call me. All right. Anything else with Beverly Hills or anything? No. Or I mean, we covered a ton, a ton. We did a lot today. Where can everyone find you and what can they do? And by the way, Sarah, what? for anyone coming to New York city, the 13th of September, which is like a week away or two weeks, uh, live at City Winery, me and Kim D, $25. Less than, but let me just tell you, the same price as a martini in the Hamptons. Everyone can fall off their chair now. That's how much a martini costs at most places in the Hamptons. Go see your show. It's going to be so good. I wish I was in New York. I'd love to see you live. Um, I wish. At the Sarah Frazier Show on all social medias. Follow me on TikTok. I put out new episodes seven days a week. The Sarah Frazier Show. Um, Apple Podcasts, everywhere pods are played. And I'm at David Yontef or at Behind Velvet Rope. Keep in touch. And of course, we will be back next week, people. Bye, David. Love ya. Bye. Bye. 